Welcome to Season 5 of Level Up, a podcast where we explore how students, faculty, and staff at the University of Florida create presence and belonging. I'm your host, Antonio Farias, Chief Diversity Officer at the University of Florida. So welcome to another episode of Level Up on Presence and Belonging. And today we are super fortunate to have Tawana Hodge, who is the Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Librarian in Smathers Libraries. Uh, she is also one of the campus diversity liaisons, and we are poised to get a lot of sort of information and really a lot of a lot of uh, understanding of what goes on in the libraries and the kind of work that Tawana does to help us all. Tawana was hired in 2020, that magical year that is no longer with us anymore. Uh, and um, prior to UF, Tawana was an academic research librarian in the SUNY system in Syracuse. And maybe she'll give us a chance to talk about uh, dinosaur barbecue if she actually stopped by. That's how we know if you're really part of Syracuse is you actually stop by, uh, you know, dinosaur barbecue. So welcome to the podcast, Tawana. Thank you. It is a pleasure to be here. Likewise, likewise. Uh, I know we've been we've been bouncing back and forth in lots of meetings. So I know wherever I land that I see you that we're in good hands. Uh, you're 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 newish to to UF, but you you've had an incredible impact, uh, which means you you're getting around and and people know you by your name, which means they know you by your reputation and what you bring to the table. So we're we're incredibly grateful that you left Syracuse in order to come here. So, but your but your travels to Syracuse or even to UF were circuitous, right? Because you you came out of the Virgin Islands. That's right. You got your BA, right? And then and then you ended up in Washington, University of Washington, for your master's. And now mm-hmm. you're here. So maybe we'll get into a little bit of that. But really, what I want to get to is the start of the 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 starting question, which is, what is your story of belonging? Thank you, Antonio. Um, I'm excited to be here um, and to be able to answer this question. So in terms of my story of belonging, it starts on the island of St. Thomas, which is like 32 square miles. It's very, very tiny. Um, you know, you can't see it on a on a regular map, like on a Google map, you have to like zoom in several times to see it. So that's how small it is. For me, it was finding people who accepted me for me, with all of my different interests, with me deciding from like middle school that I wanted to become a librarian, which was very unusual, you know. Um, and ever since then, being able to find people who supported me, you know, from middle school to high school to undergrad, graduate school, you know, even now. Um, And I have a lot of those people in my life and people that I've met at different stages who have allowed me to explore the different aspects of what makes up Tawana and to explore and aid me in becoming a librarian. You know, so for me, I've been in the profession for what, five and a half years now, and it's been (laughs) unusual but amazing uh, journey um, working now this is my fourth institution that I'm working at studied off at University of Washington out 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 there (laughs) and then moving to University of the Virgin Islands in St. Thomas and then moving up to Syracuse where I worked at uh, SUNY upstate worked in a medical university and then being I was recruited to apply for this position which I was very happy about and then I got and then I moved down here so I pretty much like touched the four corners of the United you have you have you have that's a that that is a that's a significant road trip uh 
right? Yes. <laughs> let's, let's just say I did rack up some um, mileage on the different airlines traveling all over the place. So, so St. Thomas uh, has a warm spot in my heart because um, one of the, I think I might have shared this story with you, but one of the, the most influential mentors in my life was doc, Dr. Barbara Christian, who was part of the Christian uh, sort of family uh, on the island. Uh, Judge Christian was, was, was her father. And she was a, um, you know, a beautiful soul, uh, an intellectual of, of the highest caliber. And she was, she was a faculty member at the University of California, Berkeley in the you know, African-American studies department. And that's where I met her in a class where she really took me to task. And she really taught me everything I needed to know about higher education and how to move things. And that's really what got me on this journey. I, I never would have been on this journey uh, had it not been for you know, for Dr. Christian's love and wisdom and rigor. And to this day, I'm still rewriting one paper uh, that she just would not let me, not let me sort of get away with, uh, you know, and it was, I'm still rewriting it in my head, even though she's passed. So it, big shout out to the island uh, and the intellectual rigor, which you're part of, right? That intellectual tradition uh, of, of the diaspora. So well, welcome home to UF. Thank you. Thank you. Happy, happy to be here. Almost a year um, being a part of the Gator Nation family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 a it's an interesting thing. This Gator Nation. Uh, it's everywhere. I sold something on Craigslist, and the guy was like, "Go Gators!" And I was like, "Dude, how do you even know that I'm a Gator?" It's like just because I'm in Gainesville. So anyway, uh, they they are everywhere, uh, or I should say, we are everywhere now. Yes. So so tell me about about what excites you and what, what really sort of impassions you about the work you do here uh, at UF? Well, I think for me, like I'm allowed to and have the capacity to further diversity, equity, and inclusion, to imbue it into an, into, well, interweave it into essentially everything that uh, happens in the libraries. That's not to say that that hasn't happened, but I am the person who helps people weave it into their day-to-day, week, monthly, yearly goals and, and plans and the things that they do. Um, and I didn't have to, in this position, I don't have to choose between doing my normal duties and doing things that are ideal. You know, it's, it's everything. So yeah. the work that I do 40 hours a week, <laughs> more it feels that at times, you know, the, um, the things that I'm writing and researching and publishing on, the service that I do, so the committees that I am on, um, all of it is interconnected and intertwined. And this is the first time that I've had anything like that, you know, um, being, being, a, being in librarianship. And so at UF, I have the opportunity to do a multitude of things that I would have never been able to do in my other positions. Um, I'm able to grow myself. You know, I tell people that I have expertise. I have lived experiences, but I'm not an expert, you know. Um, and in, through working with people, I am able to learn so much, you know, um, and being able to help them, to help them grow. You know, I think for me, um, it's been two things that allow me to um, get really enthusiastic, you know, about about this work. And the one was I was an um, undergrad. I had a art professor, and they said that one of the things that they wanted to do was leave the world better than how they found it. You mm. know, um, and that was just like 
a core thing that just kind of like just hit me in my soul. And I was like, yes, that is one of the things that I want to do. Um, and second, for me, I see things as kind of a information or lack of information, maybe not understanding what information is out there and hoping that people can have the right information at the right time so that they can um, make informed decisions that would hopefully influence their lives for the better. You know, that was, those two things carried me through, you know, high school, undergrad, grad school, even now. And I'm able to simultaneously work on making it better for people currently here and coming after and, you know, also being able to aid people in whatever it is that they're doing personally, professionally. Yeah. Yeah. All, all of that. And, and I, and I really sense that, that Caribbean humility coming out of you because uh, you, you are an expert. Right. And, and I love the, 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 the reality that we're always becoming right. And we're, we never arrive there. So I, I, I dig that about what, what your philosophy on that. Uh, and, and I also, I see you in action, right? I see you just constantly sort of putting out sort of like fact information, right? Into, into conversations, into the chats, right? It's, it's incredibly important in this era of misinformation, right? To get real research down and in the, in the dirt, sort of real facts about what we do, right? We're an educational organization and that's where I, I think that's one of the things that I think mostly undergrads don't understand the power of research librarians, that you're really the core of how our faculty and everybody else does their work, right? It's like you understand how to access information and it, you, it, you make it seem, right? From my perspective, you make it seem easy, but I know it's not easy, right? This is, this is art and science and skill and learned ability. And it's also this like large treasure house of information that you have around issues of inclusion, diversity, equity, and access. So uh, I have seen you in action. And, and I, again, I am so glad that you are here because you do, you, you're constantly sort of upping people's game by sort of giving us a foundation that is based off research, which is the core of what we're trying to do with, with this inclusion project at UF. So thank you. Yeah, uh, there's a quote. I can't remember who it, who it is. And, you know, usually for me, I'm like, attribution, cite your sources. Um, but I can't remember that at the moment. But essentially goes that a library is the soul of a campus. And that a library really isn't a library unless it has something that offends everyone, you know. And so one of our core goals is being able to provide, to collect, organize, disseminate, and provide access to information and allowing people to gain access to that, to get to their own perspective. But Libraries are not, libraries are a reflection of the societies that they live in. So they're not free of biases or isms or phobias or anything like that. And there's things that still needs to be worked on. But I think being able to go into some place and see, you know, who you are represented, it's so important. Yeah. Oh, so much, so much so. Um, so can, can you share one actionable thing that others can do to create a sense of belonging, whether it's at UF or in Gainesville or in their community, wherever that community might be? What initially comes to mind um, when I think about this question is learning about others, you know, learning about others, um, is accepting people for who they are unless they 
philosophy or ideology conflicts with your right to exist, as Ms. Mackenzie Mack would say. You know, so being able to understand that people have a multitude of lifestyles and experiencing the world differently and not dismissing or minimizing them, you know, and getting to that point where you're like accepting them is learning about people, taking on that role of being a lifelong learner because we're all works in progress as people constantly remind me. (laughs) Um, And so being able to cultivate, you know, a sense of belonging, creating that one action someone can do is never stop learning, never stop learning about other people, about other cultures, even about yourself, you know, even just thinking about how you got where, where you are. You know, I've had a lot of people who are like, what are things that we can do to, to, to change this and dismantle, eradicate, you know, fill in the blank, you know, and I would be like, in order for us to get there, we have to work on ourselves first. So we have to educate ourselves first. And educating is an action. It's part of doing. So we are doing something. It may not seem, you know, um, flashy or, you know, out there. Um, But just learning and seeing people as human beings is the first and most important step. That's it. It gets that simple, right? Dignity and respect, right? Give it um, and don't tolerate people that try to take away your dignity and respect, right? Because that in some way dehumanizes you and it dehumanizes them. Mm-hmm. So thank you. So we always we always end the podcast with the question of what brings you joy? I mean, we, we have a, we've gone through a lot, right? You've gone through a lot. Uh, in one in your first year, right, uh, which has become a virtual year for you at UF, but we've all gone through a lot in this country, in this in this you know city, in this world. Uh, but we never can forget that that we have to find joy. So what what, what is it for you? A multitude of things. You know, sometimes what brings me joy depends on the day. Depends on the moment, the hour at times, because we're going through, still going through, essentially, this very traumatic and horrific time, you know, um, collectively. And then you have your own personal traumas that you've had to deal with. And so, you know, for me, it's been finding my communities. Um, I have different groups of people where I meet up with them weekly or I meet up with them monthly and we just catch up and it's amazing. For me, it is helping people. You know, that's one of the reasons why I became a librarian. And so being able to help my mentees, my friends, my family members, the people that I work with um, brings me joy. But also just being able to do the things that I enjoy. You know, like I love watching anime you know people would not think that i watch anime but i love watching anime you know i'm a geek and a nerd and i claim that i'm also a potterhead as well my house is hufflepuff is that um, right <laughs> yes um and you know just being able to enjoy these things particularly with my friends brings me joy yeah i, I think for me just joy is being able to do what i want to do with the people that i want to do it and just knowing that I think I'm here doing my life's purpose as well. So a lot of things, and depending on the moment, it changes, but all of those things bring me joy. I, 
I love that situational joy, right? Depends on the context, depends on the communities. As you said, right, there's not one community. We all belong to lots and lots of different communities. And, and thank you for sharing some of that things we don't see about you, like the anime, right? That's, it's super important for us to claim these things, right? Otherwise people think, well, that only belongs to one part of the population. It's like, no, no, we're, we're everywhere, right? I'm gonna get on my soapbox for two seconds um, about being a, a blurred, a black nerd. It is important to be able to claim these things and, you know, feeling like you belong is people not saying that, oh, you know, this is, you know, white interest only, or why do you right. like this type of music or this, you know, particular genre and X, Y, Z and the list goes and the list goes on and being able to just, you know, like what you like without feeling that guilt or shame that's associated with it, you know, that people have this prescribed sense of like, this is, you know, you, that your black card would be revoked because you like X, Y, Z or insert X race <laughs> card, you know, will be revoked. And I think it's just figuring out what brings you joy can change temporarily or permanently um, and just being okay with that, you know, That's it. Just being okay with that. That's it. Blurred on right <laughs> yes yes and not judging ourselves oh no. what brings us joy no what what why why would we judge ourselves? the world judges us enough why why do we pile on to ourselves right it's a bad learning that we that we learned early on yeah so yeah. so thank you tawana hodge diversity equity and inclusion librarian at smathers libraries uh influencer uh, definitely part of multiple communities. Uh, so grateful to have you on the podcast and to have you share with us today. Thank you, Antonio. Thanks for joining me, Antonio Farias, for another episode of Level Up on Presence and Belonging. If you enjoyed this episode, please like the track and share on social media. We welcome your comments and suggestions for future programs. You can find more episodes of Level Up and contact information for the Office of the Chief Diversity Officer at cdo.ufl.edu.